is going on everybody welcome back to the scalp solutions podcast i am your host david santiago and today i got with me coming in from gaithersburg maryland my man chris herrera with the art of smp chris yes sir what is up my brother ain't too much man just calling what's going on with you i'm doing good my brother maintaining trying to get through this pandemic man how you holding up out there I'm chilling, man. Honestly, missing the office, but you know, can't wait to get back in there and, and do my thing. You know, taking a taking a little break, huh? You were pumping out like thirteen heads a day, huh? <laughs> some something like that, you know. Trying to be like you, man. Something light, something light. <laughs> so check it out, brother. Let's get this. Let's get right into this, man. Um, I kind of pretty much told them where you from, but you know what? Let's re-articulate that. Where you from? And let us know what it is that you do, my brother. I'm from Maryland and uh, I own the art of SMP and I do scalp micropigmentation. Outstanding. So let's let's backtrack just a little some by trade. You are a master barber. How'd you get into barbering? So, yes, I am a master barber and own multiple barbershops. I got into barbering when I was about 15 years old. Uh, you know, growing up, I was a troubled kid in and out of detention centers, in and out of group homes and shelters. And at the lowest point of my life, I was in uh, I was in a shelter and uh, one of the staff members there was a was a barber. You know, he uh, he basically one day he cut my hair and that haircut. You know, I always tell people that's the haircut. It changed my life forever because that's when I decided that's what I want to do. I want to make people look good and feel better about themselves. And then I started on my path as a barber, becoming one of the best barbers in my area, most expensive barber, booked months ahead, you know what I mean? Own multiple barbershops, you know? Outstanding. And what were you doing prior to that, Chris? Like before barbering, like what kind of jobs did you hold? Um, Man, I was doing like uh, before barbering. I mean, I worked at like, pizza stores i did stocking at like food stores and uh you know just different jobs you know i couldn't i couldn't really find anything that i like so i was really jumping from little jobs like that got you so what was it what was it that compelled you to um gravitate into scalp micropigmentation Man, I saw um, one day I went, I was in Panera Bread and I seen this dude that had a blue and green head <laughs> and uh, he, he had like a little shape up and I, I, I went up. So I was like, man, is that a tattoo of a shape up? He was like, yes, brother, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, you give tattoos on people's heads? He was like, uh, you know, yes, it's called scalp micropigmentation. And then that's when it, it kind of sparked the interest. I said, Damn, man, that's that's something I know I can do right there. You know what I mean? I, I could I could have gave him a way better shape up than that. Right, right. So so let me ask you. You said it looked it appeared like it was a bluish green. Is it like that bluish green that people you know that it's supposed to kind of give, or is it like a botched blue and green? It was a definitely a botched job, a hundred percent. And, you know, let me let me take that back. Not that it's supposed to look like a bluish green, but, you know, sometimes even a well done procedure, you know, depending on the eye and the, the sun and all that kind of gives that appearance. So let me not, you know, let me take that back. Your shit's not supposed to look <laughs> blue or green. Um, all right. 
So he had a botched job, got you. So now when you were making that transition into SMP, right, already having been a barber, do you feel that that, that contributed to your success as an SMP practitioner? A hundred percent. Barbers are going to take SMP to a whole other level. It's just a matter of time. Amen, already, brother. Already barbers are the best in the industry, you know, for real, for real. Let me, let me give that something. <laughs> I, well, well deserved. You know, um, yeah, man, it's crazy because of the, the skill set that you're able to bring and just that little bit of flavor. But that's also something that um you have some of the uh some pie i don't know if i want to say whatever i don't want to put any labels but you have some people that have been in the game for some time and quite are not agreeing with like the styles that as a barber coming into the smp game that we're able to do for example the uh the barber's edge you know the hard line you know it's like it's for some people like they frown upon that how do you feel about that well, honestly, those hard edge ups is not like they they look at those and, you know, they just I mean, especially people in Europe and London, at those areas, they look down on those, but they don't understand it out here. You know, people came to me every week to get that hard edge up. So when they get that permanently, I mean, they love it. It changes their life. You know, they the customer, they choose their hairline, you know, just because they don't like it. I mean. I, there's people who wear like shoes that I would never wear, you know, doesn't mean it doesn't mean nothing. That's just their style. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think it definitely has to do a lot with the culture. And some people don't realize, especially out here in the East Coast, you know, some of these guys, you could be 30, 40, 50 year old. They come in for S&P and they telling you, look, man, I want a barber's edge. They, they don't want to hear that. Oh, you're 40, 50 years old. We got to give you an age appropriate hairline. It's like, no, this is what I want. I want that swag. Give it to me. Right. And people don't understand it. Those hairlines are really hard to do. People think, oh, it's easy as a box. Now, nah, when you a barber, you got to make sure everything is on point. The sides come down the same. The curves come down the same. You know, the box is nice and sharp. You know, it it definitely takes talent. It's, it's much easier for a barber to do any uh, hairline because, you know, honestly, we've been doing, I, you know, I've been in the industry about 16, 17 years as a barber. So just imagine doing thousands of shape ups and thousands of fades a year. You know what I mean? Coming into SMP, man, it was just too easy. Yeah, absolutely. And so let me ask you now in regards to that, like this is another with the transition, right? So with the hairlines, you got um, a lot of people, you know, that they measure, they do all these coordinations to establish the hairline. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. That's actually great. Do you find yourself having to do all that? And before you answer, I'll tell you me from, from you know, my personal experience, like I really even have to use like rulers or anything like that. Like I'm able to eye that because of my background, you know, I've been cutting hair for 20 years so it's like i can eye a straight shape up and it, it be seamless it, can you do that as well or do you find yourself still having to result to like pulling out like rulers and stuff like that i can do hairlines with my eyes closed <laughs> amen i hear that so check this out man how was that transition for you bro going from a barber into becoming a smp practitioner um, so honestly, I look at it like this, man. When, when I, when I was a barber, I put my all into it. You know what I mean? Like I set people up, you know, uh, my fades were bad. I was messing people's hairlines, you know what I mean? But 
it's like I gave it my all and I stuck in there and I didn't stop even even during the hard times. So when I got into SMP, you know, um, I just gave it my all. You know, it is. And anything you do, it's a little tough, you know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you like this, though. A lot of people are getting into this industry for the money. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. When, when I talk to people and they say, you know, oh, it's a lot of money. Oh, I want to do it. You know, I'm, I want I want to make that much money. In my head, I'm just thinking you'll never be successful. You know, when you do something for the money, you'll never be great. You'll never be successful. But when you do it for the right reasons, like me, when I do my procedures, I do each client like I'm working on myself you know i put my all into i put my heart into it you know so you know when you do it for the right reasons you know that's when you become successful and you become an amazing artist dope yeah definitely there's definitely got to be some passion behind it i mean don't get it twisted there is some good uh you can't make some good bread in the industry but if that's your sole purpose man you're going to be in for hurting right so what what is it that you enjoy most about smp man what, what is it the most that you enjoy about what you do everything about it I, I love to you know somebody people don't understand when you're i mean and a lot of people that are in the industry don't even really understand uh how hard hair loss hits people you know what i'm saying like some people won't even leave their house some people you know are just like very self-conscious always wearing hats and you know i'm sure everybody's heard the same stories but you know i actually went through it myself you know what i mean but hair loss hits people hard and you know just the fact that i'm able to somebody come to me you know with their head down and just feeling down about themselves and for me to feel like I just lifted this person's spirit and when they leave here they're ready to take on the world it's just it's an amazing feeling yeah absolutely man now let me ask you chris because you you know you come you're a barber by trade and you made that transition do you they often song. do you often find yourself missing that barbershop culture because in a to a certain sense you know, there's a there's a different culture and a different level of professionalism when it comes to, you know, the scalp micropigmentation game. But do you find yourself, do you often miss that culture, that barbershop culture? Dudes come in, hanging out, chilling Fridays, maybe drinking, stuff like that? I do. I really do miss the uh, just, you know, just bullshitting in the barbershop, cracking jokes, playing around. You know, a lot of my clients ended I was cutting for a very long time. And I, you know, I had to tell them, like, look, man, I don't cut hair no more. I do miss I do miss it. But to me personally, scalp micropigmentation is the same lifestyle, except it's more relaxed and more more chill, you know. But um, for me, it was, I mean, it was it's easy. I, I actually being a barber for so long i started to fall out of love with it you know like i got my hands tatted up it says barber life barber poles i got clippers tatted on me i got andy's tatted wall tatted you know i was all about that barber life but i'm blessed that i can say man that i love scalp micropigmentation more and for me you know even though i missed the barbershop a little I would never change and go back even if the money was the same i just do enjoy doing smp more Got you. Now, do you feel like you started feeling you started falling out of love with the barbering because it was kind of like a sense of plateauing where it comes to like price? Because there's only so much you can ask for 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 a freaking haircut. You know, was it that or was it just the everyday repetition over and over 15, 20, 25 haircuts a day? 
So to be honest with you, I've, I've owned multiple barbershops, right? So as being an owner of a barbershop, it's kind of like having to babysit grown ass men. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, I just, I, I definitely didn't like that anymore. Having to tell them like, Hey man, no cussing in front of kids. Hey man, change the music. Hey man, you know, I got tired of all that. I'd rather just focus on myself, you know, focus on SMP. So yeah, man. Got you. So wh- wh- what has been one of the toughest hurdles you had to overcome in establishing yourself as a successful SMP practitioner? Um, I, th- I would have to say like uh, the marketing and doing all that type of stuff at first. I didn't, I honest, every, like when I got into this industry almost three years ago, everybody was just super secretive. Nobody would tell you nothing. If you ask any questions, everybody was like, Oh, you got to come take my training. But nobody really gave away secrets of the, of how to market it. You know what I mean? So right. me having to go through all that to get clients was a little struggle, but you know, I gotcha. ended up doing it. I ended up finding out the secret, the secret sauce. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and, you, and you blessed me with some gems too, my brother. I appreciate you. You already know. So check this out. Now that you talk about, you know, talking about like secrets, let's gravitate into something um, kind of within the scene. But with the training, with your training, did you feel like you, you received everything that you needed or, you know, were, were some secrets withheld from you? Was it one of those things that, you know, you had to go out there and fight the good fight? and uh you know learn on your own well me personally i trained with with, i would say about seven different companies you know just to try to get little gems here and there but you know honestly you know you learn the most by actually getting in there uh getting over the fear of doing people and just knocking out a bunch of heads that's how you really get better but you definitely have to get trainings by a few different people and then knocking as many heads out as possible to gain you know to become i would say like a master dope outstanding i love that answer man so check this out man what advice would you give anyone looking to get into smp whether they're a barber or they're just your average civilian looking for a career change give it your all man you know if you're gonna do it do it don't half-fast it don't save it for tomorrow do it and go hard absolutely so what's your current setup looking like man what what, what are your tools what's what's what are you going to work with Oh, you already know, man. Micro view all day, man. Everything, everything micro view. Zion, that's the best machine on the market. You know, all the top artists are using Zion. You know what I mean? Uh, so I use uh, the gold Zion. That's my favorite machine. I'm using the uh, critical atom as my power supply. And I use uh, Pro Touch needles. Dope. Which critical atom are you using? Is it the X, like the, the, the small cylinder looking one? Yep, the X. Dope. And what's your go-to needle size, bro? Do you have one, or do you switch it up depending on the uh, the client, the you know the the thickness of the the uh, the scalp? How you do that? I use four different needle sizes. I use the zero four, the zero six, zero eight, and the ten. And I use it in different spots of the scalp to make it look uh, the fades to look cleaner and everything to look more natural. Dope. So you t- you start downsizing to create that nice fade gradient. Yes, sir. So a zero four, man, that gives you a really small impression, man. So I, I, I'm going to just shoot off the hip here. Is that what you doing the uh, like the, the beginning of the hairline? Like where you start making like a, if you want a natural hairline, give it that fade transition. 
I ain't giving no secrets. You got to come take my training. Oh, right snap. You hear that? Yeah, there we go. Nah, nah, it's all nah. good, brother. <laughs> he said nah, you got to like, take my training. Honestly, <laughs> honestly like uh, I use it on, uh, like I do use it in the front, you know what I mean? But in some cases, I do use it in the middle or on the sides, the temple, you know, uh, depending on... Um, you know, I could just look at something and say, okay, I'm going to need to use this there, you know, this needle here, or if something doesn't look even, I might use a certain needle, you know, it's, it's different reasons, honestly. Got you, got you, understood. So, but let, let's touch on that real quick with your training. You do offer training. What's your training like, bro? What, what is it? There's a two day, three day, four day, five day. Let's, you know, let's talk about that in case anyone's out there is interested. They want to come see you and learn from one of the, the hot boys in the East coast. Yes, sir. So my training is a three-day class. Uh, I charge five grand, and it includes the best equipment in the industry. They'll never have to upgrade their equipment ever. Uh, and it, it is a hands-on training. And, uh, you know, it's just like the procedures, man. When a student chooses me, I give it my all, and they do have – they are able to call me anytime, any day, and ask me questions. Dope. And do you provide them with a model? Of course, definitely. Uh, on the third day, it is hands-on training. Dope. Excellent. So, Chris, what's the future looking like for you, brother? Any new projects that we should be looking out for? Any expansion in the in the office? I know you just recently, you know, got your new office, which looks amazing. You got like about 36 rooms or something, <laughs> something, something like something that. Like that <laughs> what, what, what are we looking for in the future, bro? Man, we got a the art of SP got a, a bright future, man. I'm trying to, uh, I got some stuff in the woodworks that we're, we're working on right now. But everybody, a lot of people know me in the industry, and I'm working on some stuff that everybody's going to know me after. Excellent. So we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to blow that up just yet, right? They just got to stand by for that. Oh man, you already know, man. I've, I've I've given you know ideas to people. They they've took it and and did it first. So I'm trying to keep that on the low, get it done, and then when I when it's done, I let everybody know. Hey, I respect that, my brother. So check this out, man. Have you ever experienced? Well, I'm not even gonna ask you that because I know you do have scalp micropigmentation. So what what was that feeling like for you when you when you were experiencing hair loss? Oh man, so. With my hair loss, especially being a barber, man, I used to wear, you know, fitted hats all the time. And just having the hair loss, I, I definitely was very self-conscious about it. I think I was, my corners were starting to lighten up probably around like 20 years old. So I was very self-conscious about it. I actually got the procedure done about like three, three years ago. And uh, honestly, it, it was just an amazing, even with the first session, I was I was super psyched. I couldn't I, I, the day before the second session. I couldn't even sleep because I was just so excited to get it done. Uh, it's definitely a life changing procedure, and um, I absolutely love it. Dope. How'd you go about finding the practitioner that you were going to go with for the SMP? What was your research like? So uh, around here, there was really only one person doing the scalp micropigmentation. So you know. Um, it honestly to be, when I got my, I had to get my head done because a lot of times when I tried to sell it to people like, yeah, man, you should get this done. You know, they would be like, ah, oh, man, I got to see it in person. I got to, you know, I got to see it and, and see that it looks natural. So, you know, I had to get it done to be able to help sell it. You know what I mean? Got you, got you, got you. So did it not. And so while you were, you were already providing the service but you still didn't have SMP done on yourself. 
Correct. Did that make you feel a certain way aside from doing it for um, kind of like a marketing purpose where you could, you know, when you did with a consultation, they could be like, well, hey, look, this is exactly what it looks like. I got it done myself. Oh, yeah, it definitely helps sell it 100 percent. Dope. Yeah. So for me, I was doing SMP before I got it done myself, but I was one of those dudes that were originally like, you know what? I don't care. I shave my head. It doesn't bother me. But as I started providing the service for some reason i would look at myself and be like shit like yo i really need a hairline man like i started building this little this complex started building man and i was like you know what i gotta go for it and then i went and got it done myself it wasn't like that for you uh nah i was very self-conscious about my hairline got you so what other like did you try researching any other options like was a was a hair system ever an option was a hair transplant um ever an option Nah, since i was a barber we used to use the uh the Beijing, you know the kiss you know uh you know just dyes to help uh hide the the thinnest spots would you were you putting hair fibers and stuff like that on yourself too Nah, i never did the hair fiber thing got you so what other hair loss solutions um are you familiar with so like if you had a client that comes into you today for for a consultation and and he's not a candidate for for smp do you recommend he explore other options not at all everybody's a candidate if you have any type of hair loss the best and the best thing is scalp micropigmentation it's the only thing with guaranteed results that gives the results you're looking for hair transplant is more like you flipping a coin you know what i mean and those wigs you know what pre-aesthetics whatever they call it you know <laughs> man we, you know them though that's not for you know i honestly i'm you know whatever you want to do that's on you but you'll never catch me with a with a wig you know what i mean like I, was, I, I don't really, you know what I mean? I, I, I offer scalp micropigmentation because it's something that I believe in. It's something that I know gives results. And it's not like, you know, like the hair transplant where it's like it might work for a month and then it don't work. Got you. And I was going to ask, you know, what, what are your feelings like on the uh, cranial prosthesis, the, uh, the men's, the, the hair systems? Because yeah. you so you you wouldn't you wouldn't even recommend anyone to like hey you know try that if this is not for you not at all because um every person that i do absolutely loves their scalp micropigmentation and i have people who um who used to do the man weave and i've had people that has done hair transplant but once i put that scalp micropigmentation on them it's they'll never ever go back to any of that that's it game over for it right that's it that's sold this, this real results over here real results got you now you're you're sold on it smp that's it that's you know this is what you do uh, and nothing else this is the best of the best can you give us some of the reasons that scalp micropigmentation should or is one of the like the best solutions for hair loss uh yeah of course so the number one reason is that it's guaranteed results. Another reason that it does look 100% natural and undetectable. And uh, you can pick any hair. When you go to an artist who knows what they're doing, you can literally get the hairline of your dreams. You know what I'm saying? Got you. So for anyone that is interested in scalp micropigmentation, what advice would you give them when it comes to looking for a practitioner to perform this service for them? 
I would say definitely look at their portfolio, look at their reviews. Um, you know, you got to make sure that when you look at their work, that they're actually doing work that you want on your scout, you know, but you got to be careful too, because a lot of people be posting pictures. It's not even theirs. You know what I mean? Like there's some people local to me that are, that post pictures. that's not theirs. Like I'd be looking at their, uh, their, like their pics and you can still see the logos of the person they stole it from. Do they be taking yours? Huh? You said yeah, you got man. some locals. They don't be taking oh, yours. They don't take mine because they'll get a phone call real quick. They'll hear from my lawyer too. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, bro. So, Chris, check it out, man. Before we wrap it up, bro, I want you to tell everyone where they can find you. What's the Instagram handle, Facebook, website, all that good stuff? Yeah, so I'm in Maryland, and my Instagram is the Art of SMP, and uh, my website is www.scoutmicropigmentationmd.com. Excellent, Chris. I appreciate you taking some time to chop it up with me on the podcast. My brother, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. You got it, my brother. All right, guys, that's going to be wrapping it up for this episode of the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time, peace. Peace.